Hello, it's Nigel Barden here, and what an eventful year it has been since I said Croiso Igomri, or Welcome to Wales, back in February, as it was Food and Drink from Wales which was featured in my very first Britannia Artisan Food podcast. And during the journey which has taken me all over the United Kingdom, I've tasted some remarkable products as recommended by you. So a big thank you for that. It's also a brilliantly well done to a truly tenacious bunch of food and drink producers who somehow managed to get their products to me during this unprecedented time, when even simply continuing production has been phenomenally difficult for so many. Such products have whetted my appetite to travel to some of the outlying areas of our fair isles, such as the Outer Hebrides, to meet the likes of Scandinavian baker Emma Axelsson, who produces traditional Swedish cinnamon buns at Loch Boisdale on the Isle of South Uist, one of the most westerly points in the UK. Remaining in Scotland, I salivated over Highland venison cured into the finest of salami by the Dutch family who run Great Glen Charcuterie, northwest of Fort William. Keeping the carnivorous theme going, I chowed down on a cowboy steak from Cunningham's Butchers in Kilkeel, County Down, Northern Ireland, which was so big I thought I might have to apply for planning permission before cooking it up. It was truly enormous. Cornwall provided the most unctuous of clotted cream from Rodders, who've had five generations to practice making it, and pretty good they've proved to be. A more recently formed company is Sally Newell's Simply Ice Cream, set up 15 years ago at the Nook, Bonington near Ashford in Kent, and her lusciously rich stem ginger and marmalade ice cream, containing 50% double cream no less, swept the board in our South of England podcast, as it was simply that good. Gin is still very much on a distilling roll, and I loved Andy and Zoe Arnold Bennett's 44% ABV Cuckold's Revenge, with its notes of nutmeg, green cardamom and coriander. It's produced out the back of their Ulverston abode, in fact in Shed One, and takes its name from one of the characters played by Thespian Andy, the cuckolded Master Ford from the Merry Wives of Windsor. And I positively revelled in Lydia Lydia Gin, distilled in Nottingham by David Anderson and named after both the Dean Friedman song, Lydia Lydia, and David's mum, also a Lydia, whose beautiful features beam out from a sepia photograph on the label. The gin is flavoured with tangerine, as David was fed copious amounts of tangerine jelly as a child by his adoring mum. A classic salted butter which will live long in the memory is churned by the Locker family from Titanglois Dairy near Bridgend. I was also lucky to sample some marvellous vegan products. Irish Stork and Bob Spink are chocolatiers based in Sherburn, Dorset. Their Solkiki Urgachev coffee chocolate bar made from redskin peanuts, white chocolate and Ethiopian coffee was a melt-in-the-mouth piece of lingering loveliness and 100% vegan, as intriguingly nearly all chocolate was made that way before the mid-1800s. Paula Jenkins should be so proud of her vegan garlic butter, as I was on her behalf. Made by our Paulas of Chorley in Lancashire, its secret recipe includes coconut oil, apple cider vinegar, fresh garlic, parsley, turmeric and olive oil. Paula's vegan butter can, rather conveniently, be spread straight from the fridge. Imagine it melted over piping hot corn on the cob. Oh, yes. Moving on. Oh, and do I remember the vibrantly colourful, pepper-packed, enticingly sweet Indian sweet pepper pickle. Try saying that when you've had a few bevies. Another example of how talented Mark Whitehead is in the kitchens of the Hawkshead Relish Company in the Lake District. 
there have been numerous highlights, and one I will treasure is biting into the brioche-encased Russian pies made by Lisa Marina and Steve Jones of Piewitch in Sheffield. Their sea bass and cod version bound up in a creamy leek sauce was just sublime. Amanda Hamlin's The Brownie Company is based in Stamford, Lincolnshire, and I don't think I have to say much more than the title of Amanda's fabulous product to give you an idea of why it was so good. Are you sitting down? Because it's a chocolate brownie containing cherries soaked overnight in cherry brandy. Oh, that was so, so fabulous. So it's been some journey. And all these glorious products and the numerous ones I don't have time to mention can all be found on the Britannia Artisan food map. And then there were three. Well, actually four. As I'd like to award a joint third place. Just too difficult to separate them. So the overall winners picked from all our country and regional winners are in joint third place, but obviously still an absolute belter. It's a product that utilises an ingredient that's been available to us for generations. And as an island, we have lots of it. It being seaweed, or particularly in this case, it's lava bread, which has been blended to produce Welsh sea black butter as made by the Pembrokeshire Beach Food Company. Our champion Welsh product combines a creamy, salty local butter with Welsh lava seaweed served from an attractive kilner jar. The butter is used to cook local seafood at the company's Café Moor, a solar-powered mobile kitchen made from a converted fishing boat, I kid you not, which can normally be found on Pembrokeshire's freshwater West Beach. Alongside this fabulous butter, in joint third place, is a Yorkshire pork and fennel salami cured by David Lishman of Lishman's Butchers in Ilkley, which he runs with his daughter Emma. The Lishmans have a fine agricultural heritage, and this salami contains discernible slices of black pepper, which provide a spicy hit to cut through the richness of the pork. And the heady flavours released by the fennel seeds, oh, and the finish, it's so long and so satisfying. My second place product out of all these proposed by you from within the whole of the United Kingdom has been made by a 24-year-old baking prodigy. And that'll be Sebastian Clough of On The Breadline Bakery based at Hillcrest Farm at Four Oaks in the West Midlands. In his quest for baking knowledge, Sebastian trained at University College in Birmingham and the French Pastry School in Chicago. And I should add that the loaf that so bowled me over is Sebastian's green olive and white truffle sourdough focaccia. And these are the notes I scribbled down when I tasted it for the first time. The crust has a perfect crunch and there's great aeration to the dough, providing a light springiness to this big, impressive loaf. The pieces of green olive are discernible, but don't dominate. And the herbs sprinkled over the top offer a taste of a countryside bathed in sunlight with a touch of earthy exotica from the white truffle. Blimey, Nige, positively poetic, but not surprising as that was one fine loaf. OK, it's that time when I reveal my champion of champions. And again, thank you for all your food and drink suggestions during the course of the year. My winning product hails from Cumbria. And there's been a whole range of skills required to make it, including agricultural know-how, excellent animal husbandry, historical food knowledge, a good dollop of patience and the artistry to produce what is the magnificent brine-washed St James's sheep milk cheese. These skills are displayed by Martin Gott and Nicola Robinson on their Hooker Farm in Cartmel in the Lake District. This was my Northern Champion 
and it's made from milk from a hundred strong flock of Lacorn sheep that obligingly only need to be milked once a day. The cheese is named after and in honour of James Aldridge, who was a great inspiration to a young Martin Gott, as James was one of the pioneers of raw, unpasteurised wash rind cheese. And maintaining that tradition, this cheese is bathed in brine three times a week for a month to produce a five centimetre thick, two kilogram square cheese with a delicate orange-yellow rind. When ripe and cut into, it spreads enticingly across the plate like a gooey river, heralded by a pleasantly astringent aroma, beckoning us on to bite into a beautifully made cheese that at the same time is both sweet and savoury. As you might imagine from my champion of champions, it's complex, intriguing and Moorish. A very worthy overall winner. I salute you, Nicola and Martin, and your rather special sheep. So that's it. How lucky have I been to have tasted my way around the UK. And thank you, Britannia, for getting me involved and for collating all the magnificent suggestions that came flooding in. The UK food and drink community is pretty special and revered the world over. So it's been a privilege to flag these products up, which, of course, can now all be found pinned to the Britannia Artisan Food Map. I'm Nigel Barden. And I've had a lot of fun putting together this podcast and hope you have listening to it. Thank you so much.